Listener-supported AM850 KFUO, the messenger of good news. I am Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment on the lighter side. And over the last few weeks, we've talked to a variety of people. We had a conversation with, with the Apostle Peter during Christmas. I interviewed Jesus' earthly father, Joseph, but I'm not sure who I'm talking to today. Pastor Jolly John Lacoste just gave me a phone number and he, he, to give a call to and uh, of course, when you get a phone number from Pastor John, you really have no idea who you're going to be talking to. You might even be uh, talking to a sheep or a donkey. So uh, let me see. I, I think I'm connected now. Hello. Hello. Is anybody there? Uh, hello. This is uh, Dr. Luke's medical hotline. You got lumbago or halitosis. I've got the elixir that'll fix you up. Well, hello. I'm Gary Duncan at KFUO Radio. Well, Gary, I got just the tonic that will help you with whatever's ailing you. Well, actually, Dr. Luke, we weren't calling for medical advice. We were calling for a Bible story. Pastor Lakomsky gave me your number. Bible story? Pastor Lakomsky? Oh, 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 yeah, I I know what you're talking about. I got a note right here about it. Let me me give you a second. It's laying somewhere in my papers, maybe under that pile of prescriptions. Uh, So Pastor Lakomsky did contact you, did he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got the note right here. (laughs) Well, you must be Gary. Yeah, that's me. It says here you'd you'd all be looking for my unique perspective on the life of Jesus. Unique perspective? Well, right. You know, I'm I'm one of the gospel writers, and and most of the other gospel writers tell you what they saw with their own eyes. I, I, on the other hand, uh, researched all the things I wrote about, did some investigating, uh, interviewed a number of witnesses. As a result, sometimes I do have a, a few more details than what the other gospel writers have. <laughs> Don't mean to be proud. It's it's just a fact. Well, that sounds exactly like what we need here for our radio show. Uh, I'm on the radio? Yes, you are. Wee donkeys. Hi, Ma. Hi, Pa. Dr. Luke, maybe we... Better just go back to our Bible story. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I just got to think they probably couldn't see me wave anyway. It's radio, <laughs> not that, that for television stuff. So what Bible story did you want me to tell you about? And you're right. We couldn't see you wave. But right now we are in the church season of uh, Epiphany. And traditionally, during this time of year, we always hear the story of Jesus' baptism. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You would ask for that one. As I recall, there there wasn't much extra I had to add about that particular story. I, I mean, all of us were pretty much in agreement about the things that went on. And what were those things? Well, one, Jesus got baptized by John the Baptist. Uh, two, the heavens were opened. Uh, three, the Spirit descended in the form of a bird. And, and finally, a voice from heaven said uh, to Jesus, You are my beloved Son. With you, I'm well pleased. Of course, I was the one who emphasized that the Spirit descended on Jesus in bodily form, you know, like like a bird. Why did you emphasize that? Well, as in the entirety of my book, I, I wanted people to know what I wrote was the historical truth. I wasn't writing some myths like the Greeks or, or even fables like that, that Aesop fellow. I was writing history. This was no vision or dream of a bird descended on Jesus. This was the real bodily thing. 
uh, although it does disturb me the way those English translators prettify it all. Prettify it all? Well, all right. They, they translate that it was a dove that came down. Now, now, my sources told me it was just a plain old ordinary pigeon. Well, you must admit that the picture of a dove sitting on Jesus' shoulder is a little more inspiring than... A pigeon. You know, I've been downtown. I've seen what pigeons do to sidewalks and everything. (laughs) I I don't think I'd want one sitting on my shoulder. But did you have any other unique details to add? Well, to to be honest with you, I I wrote all of that a long time ago. (laughs) It it would help my memory if I could go back and read that story again for myself. Now, I just said, where, where did I put my Bible? It's laying around here somewhere probably stuck in between some of those medical books. Well, I have a Bible right here in front of me, and if that will help Dr. Luke, what chapter and verse would you like me to read? Chapter and verse? Look, I just wrote the book. I didn't memorize it. Anyway, all that chapter verse stuff was uh, stuck in way after my time. It, it, it's somewhere in the beginning there, I think. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I've got it right here, the baptism of Jesus, Luke chapter 3, verse 21 and following. Well, well don't, my daughter, go, go ahead and read it. Okay. Now, when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heavens were opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son. With you, I am well pleased. Well, now, now there's something unique. That opening phrase, when all the people were baptized, Jesus was baptized as well. I I wanted to emphasize that there was nothing special about Jesus' baptism. It was just common and ordinary like everybody else's. Common and ordinary? The heavens open up, the spirit descends, and the voice speaks from heaven? Hardly seems common and ordinary to me. Well, that's what happened after he was baptized. But but before, uh, Jesus was just like everybody else, standing patiently in line, waiting for John to pour the water on him. He wasn't surrounded by an entourage of disciples and followers, no host of angels accompanying like there was at Christmas, or no halo on his head. Why, why you would have just thought he was just another repentant sinner waiting patiently for the baptism of the remission of sins. You know, it's interesting. In Matthew's gospel, John recognizes that Jesus is something more than just another repentant sinner. In fact, in Matthew's gospel, John suggests Jesus should be doing the baptism. Well, I'm familiar with that story. And if I remember correctly, Jesus insists that John just go and baptize him like everyone else. But... Why did you leave that detail of Jesus' divinity out? Why did you, on the other hand, emphasize the commonness of Jesus' baptism? Because I wanted to make it perfectly clear that while Jesus is the Almighty God, I'm not denying that. He he is also a flesh and blood human, identical to us in every way. Well, from the beginning, he was determined to be our perfect substitute, to deal with things just the way we humans do. Why, why, I wrote down for prosperity that he was conceived in a woman's womb, just just like all of us. He was born just like the rest of us. <laughs> if anything, his birth was humbler than what we experience. With no room in the inn, he was laid in a manger. I, I just wanted people to know he was human in every way, just, just like us. But I also wanted to teach people something important about baptism. And what's that, Dr. Luke? That even though our baptism may seem just common and ordinary, just like his, our baptism has given us the same extraordinary gifts. Well, let me play devil's advocate right here. Really, our baptism gives us the same extraordinary gifts? 
I must tell you, I've been to many baptisms, and I've never seen the heavens open up or any pigeons flying around. Well, just because you don't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah, you believe what the Bible says, don't you? Yes, I do. Sure. Well, uh, in, in that other book that I wrote. The Book of Acts? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the one. I, I don't, again, remember exactly where it was somewhere at the start. I wrote down the first Christian sermon that was ever preached. It was preached by our mutual friend, St. Peter, on the day of Pentecost. And, and he made it perfectly clear. Repent and be baptized, he said, in the name of Jesus, for the forgiveness of sins, and you too will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You're right. That is pretty plain. Peter says when we're baptized, we receive the Holy Spirit as well. He might not be there in the likeliness of a pigeon, but he is given to us nonetheless. And I suppose if our sins are forgiven, like Peter says, that the doors of heaven would open up for us as well. Well, sure they are. Well, listen to these words I recorded elsewhere in my book of Acts. And now why do you wait? Rise and be baptized and wash away your sins calling on his name. As my friend Peter put it in his own letter, baptism does now save us. But why do you think Jesus commanded us to make disciples by baptizing if it wasn't going to open the gates of heaven for us? And then, of course, those words spoken from the heaven apply to us as well. You mean you are my beloved son with whom I am well pleased? I can see how those words would apply to Jesus, but how do they apply to us? I may have gotten my history from hard work and study, but I learned my theology from none other than the Apostle Paul himself. And he taught me, For in Christ Jesus you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. He taught me that, Paul, when I was baptized, I was literally united with Jesus in his death and in his resurrection. So whatever was true of Jesus when he was baptized is also true of us. And we are baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Well, Dr. Luke, we thank you for those insights. Any other unique details about Jesus' baptism that you would uh, have recorded? Well, you know, uh, now that I think about it, there was another thing. But I'm afraid my phone lines are beginning to back up with calls from paying customers. Now, tell you what, call me again next week and we'll talk about how Jesus prayed at his baptism. That's pretty important to us as well. Well, that sounds important. So I look forward to talking to you again next week. Thanks a lot, Dr. Luke. We are the messenger of good news worldwide KFUO at KFUO.org.